Welcome to Explorers Wanted. We are a weekly Numenera actual play podcast. I'll be your humble GM, Daniel Anderlich. With me today is Samson Davis. Uh, hi. Alex Finn. So if you're also concerned about your dog son giving you pink eye, that's the life I'm living. Farted in my face like nine times the other night. <laughs> Just full disrespect. <laughs> yep. Stace Babcock. My furry son, I'm a little bit concerned about his screen time <laughs> because Onyx has taken to enjoying YouTube videos of cats, which I let him watch because he needed to be quiet while my husband was on an important Zoom call and created a monster. So every day before I go to work, he asked me to turn on the TV and I put on eight hours or 10 hours of bird videos for him. <laughs> oh, there's this really another show that one of my ex's cats really liked. It's like a monkey, like reality TV show that's in the vein of Meerkat Manor. So it's like, it's supposed to be just like following these wild monkeys, but they're like narrating it with like, this is their personality. Like we've given them all names and here's like the interpersonal relationship. And I swear to God, if they could train them, they would do the confessional booth moments. But yeah, it's on Netflix somewhere. It's like m monkey something. Well, if I run out of 10 hour YouTube videos of birds, I will. Yeah, there you go. And we're joined again. I, there's no way to connect this in a logical <laughs> way. <laughs> and joining us again is special guest, Dan Rodriguez. Look, I tried playing one of those 10-hour bird videos for my cat, and I, I don't know what it is. Like, other people's cats can just watch those and kind of be chill. Like, my cat just goes, bird, murder, and tries <laughs> to kill my 65-inch flat-screen TV, which I paid a lot of money. Just get your cat an iPad. No, iPads doesn't care. But anything, it's a big screen. The yeah. birds on the screen are about life size. She just takes one look and goes like, murder. Uh, anyway, hey, guys, I'm Dan. Glad to be here again. Listeners, as you know, Dan is, among other things, he is from the Fandible Actual Play podcast, which is absolutely great. Actually, a whole different series of podcasts, a network, if you will. And Dan is also a game designer. Dan, tell the listeners again, just if some for some reason they came into this one first. I question your choices in life. Mm. But at the same time, also, you know what? You do you. Some people just like to live for the moment and, and in the chaos of it. And they, they, you want to come in. This is the point of the story. Just listen on shuffle, you know? Exactly. If this is the point of the story where you choose to come in, then you know what? God's be. And in that case, you haven't heard that I am a... I wanted to say prolific game creator, but I know some of the people in the industry like put out a game a week. They're amazing. And I live in eternal jealousy. But I myself have uh, put out a, a few games, again, from the seminal work Three Goblins in a Trench Coat and its expansion themed around the Revolutionary American War, Three If by Trench Coat, in which I present the expanded rules to form a goblin Voltrod with five or more players. <gasps> Um, exactly, exactly. It, it really did make some waves in the industry. Mm -hmm. So, in addition to that, I've, I've written the the game that has been described as both melancholy and an oddly uh, deep cats and corpses, in which you die, and that's not your cat's problem. It still needs to get fed. <laughs> so there's that. And uh, a few other more recent games, and more in the vein of exploring new worlds, getting to know your powers as a child, 
and uh, and just generally having a, a good time with friends. My design ethos, as I have also placed on the other thing that I do lately, in addition to the podcast, which is my site where I talk about game design, and I have explained that my uh, game design ethos is you are all bad people and you deserve this. <laughs> and I really think that shows through my work. <laughs> well, welcome back. Glad um, to be here. Hey, Samson. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. What do you have in your dice tray right now? Uh, some dice. What do you have in yours right now? Oh, wait, that's right. You're the DM. You don't get to roll <laughs> dice. Too bad, because you you could be rolling some diehard dice right now. And hey, listener, how about you as well? <laughs> so just head on over to diehard dice, and you can use our dice affiliate code Explorers Wanted at checkout and get ten percent off your order. And you can roll the dice that Dan probably wishes he had. <laughs> well, he hasn't, but wishes he could actually roll. And tell a friend. Just do it. There's the ad read. Be done. Be gone. With me. Go away. <laughs> Okay, who remembers what happened last time? I'm going to pick on Dan. Ah, grapes. So let's see. Uh, Well, first of all, there was a bit of a flashback in which my character, Sack, learned certain recent events. They were more recent at the time of the flashback because that's how flashbacks work. (laughs) He did learn about the death of a friend, and he was given a small quest of his own to go find... The gang. Uh, the gang being, of course, the trio of ne'er-do-wells who have unleashed just a ridiculous amount of death, chaos, destruction, and, and just general devastation onto the land of late. And so the gardeners were like, yeah, we can we just, maybe we can just all sit down uh, for a moment and kind of just, just hash this out, figure out a few things. Can you go and just, uh, you know, let him know that it'd be nice. And uh, and Zach, being the helpful kind that he is, he did indeed go. And he was lucky enough to find them uh, very quickly in his quest. Because it turns out they were at the first place he looked. Convenient how that works. Narratively so, I might say. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> uh, he couldn't have written it better himself. And... Uh, <laughs> It's great when you don't have to embellish the stories afterwards because they just work out for you. And so, you know, he snuck uh, in to try and see them, and for his trouble was was not eaten by Nyx, thankfully. that uh, There was a, a real risk of that, so Dilly, thankfully, uh, called out and revealed that uh, this was Sack, uh, and so therefore saved his life. And Sack paid him back by making him feel really, really, really bad about killing Vlad. <laughs> so he uh, you know, he sat down with them at the fire, a conversation was had, he told them he was not angry, he was just disappointed. Um, and then they all had themselves, uh, well, not all of them had themselves a good night's sleep, but there was some, some rest was had, and then we went to loot the corpses. Um, we were next to the training grounds where, the, where said corpses were, they were looted. Uh, we found a library, which was also narratively conveniently not squished. Uh, although technically, no, we, there was a dice roll. This was this was left up to chance, and chance decided yeah. there would be books. So yeah. we found some interesting books. They were put in a bag for Dilly to read because we've established that Dilly is the only person in this universe who reads. Um, huh? And uh, <laughs> mm. and uh, I mean, my character literally has a has an ability when it comes to that stuff. So it's not going to be me. <laughs> And then after some more talking and and general hearts to hearts, we decided that rather than go and immediately rescue his mom, which was going to take us about half a year to get there. And and after, uh, you know, Dan uh, reminded us that I'm here as a guest player and not uh, not joining the cast for the next six months. 
Um, I mean, I appreciate the attempt, but I really do. I really do have other things to do as well. So, you know, we it was decided that we should go to that safe house and have that chat. And as soon as we headed out, keeping in mind that at any moment we were going to be attacked by one or more assassins or monsters or Jimas, <laughs> we, we set down the path and were very quickly uh, beset upon by, I believe, four 15-foot-tall beings of some kind. Mm-hmm. And I remembered all of that because I just did it, like, a minute ago. <laughs> Don't ask me any of this tomorrow. There was also the body that was hanging at the edge of the tree line that said, be seeing you. On. Ah, yes, that was that. That was that, but presumably left by one of four uh, aforementioned assassins. And uh, yeah, so these four figures of were moving kind of across towards you, not directly at you, just sort of in your general direction. They're about 15 foot tall, humanoid-ish, like seemingly covered, you know, jet black synth armor. And they've got this, like, glowing light in the center of their chest. It's like a very strong contrast between their armor and this, like, almost like pure white light. And they come to a stop, and they turn, and they look directly at Dilly. Okay, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Do these look like robots? Like, is there, like, a visor that Dilly can see, like, meat in? <laughs> you don't see meat. Damn. Only kale. <laughs> These are beyond robots. <laughs> All right. Dilly will whisper. Oh, crap. I think they could see me. Okay. Uh, be prepared to run, I guess, or fight. Well, uh, Nix, how do you feel about this? Yay or nay? Uh, attacking Dilly? Are we? Are, are they moving towards us or just looking? They're looking right now. Just back away slowly? Yeah, let's just, yeah, yeah, fade into the... Well, just slowly step back deeper into the woods. Try not to draw aggro. Take a step towards you. Okay, never mind. Well, might as well try it. Dilly will create an illusory self that he will have still kind of, like, sneak through, like, the woods. Still trying to, like, have the illusion be stealthy, but just to see if, like, the robots take the bait. They don't. Damn it, okay. They don't. Oh, shit. They're smelling you. I, uh, no, it's working. I'm wearing the stone. Uh, do we just go? Do we just run? Because they're not attacking us. They're just looking. Can you outrun them? I can keep up with you guys. For how long? Are they like Astor? Like they're like robots? Uh, these aren't, these aren't Reapers. Reapers would have attacked by now. Maybe they want to talk. Yeah, I mean, like, that's what, kind of what I was thinking, Zach. Like, maybe we'd just be like, yo, what's up? They haven't attacked yet. If we don't attack, and they don't attack, but they're not apparently leaving us alone, so we may as well say hi. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. I mean, be ready to run, duck, whatever, but hi. <laughs> yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe you guys stay back just for the moment, and Dilly will come out, leaving the shadowy illusion, hiding the others behind. Nix doesn't listen to Dilly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Zach does, however. All right. <laughs> uh, but Dilly will slowly approach these guys. Mm -hmm. And then when he... As Nick steps out, they look at Nick's. What's up? And they seem to be splitting their attention between you two. One of them is staring at the illusion. Hey, you guys. What you looking at? Okay, Dilly. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know why Dilly's leading this attempt, but... Give me a social roll of 21. 
that is a 15 with the free levels of effort. So I'm not going to add more because it's dilly. Three. That's about right. <laughs> yeah. The one that is looking at the illusion points at it and then looks at you and points at you instead. Hey, guys. Have you uh, met our friend Zach? Meanwhile, in the shadows, like, damn it. Hello, uh, hi, uh, oh, there you all are. Well, oh, oh, there we ah, Hello, hello, sorry about that. I was just in the woods. There are needs. I, I can't help but notice you noticing. And yeah, he's kind of like trying to get their attention and seeing what happens. Okay, so because Dilly flubbed the first roll, it goes up a level, so it's 24. Uh-huh. But you've got Nick's introducing you. So that'll bring it back down to a 21. Yeah. And then your whatever you've got for social interaction. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I've got a specialized in all tasks involving positive or pleasant social interaction. Or if not, then persuasion or deception should cover me. But either way, I'm going to say I'm probably specialized in, in this kind of mm-hmm. escalation down. Okay. Thing, And I'm going to, as I'm walking out, I believe... Uh, intense interaction is a three intellect points action. So I do have to take this as an action to activate this. I don't know if mm-hmm. just kind of like my process of walking out is basically activating this as I speak. Yeah, you can speak and activate this. All right. So, so yeah, so that gives me an asset on intimidating, persuading, or influencing uh, for 10 minutes. So I'll take that as well. So that uh, it brings mm-hmm. it down 21, 18, 15, correct? It was at 15 before your extra ability you just activated. Okay, so I'm at 12 now then. Mm -hmm. Okay, great. And I'm going to spend one level of effort to bring that down to nine. This is intellect, correct? Yep. So, okay, and I have one. So spend two points of intellect. All right, and I roll. Let's see what I get. Jesus, fuck no. Yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, 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 that's an at one. Uh, that's would you like one. to re-roll? Uh, yeah, would you like to re-roll? Yeah, I've got, I've got two XP. Can I, yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, I, I have can re- five. I can give you one. I've got two XP. I'll, I'll use my own XP. for that's. You know, this is not one I want to get a one on. I mean, combat might happen <laughs> anyway. But, I mean, it but might I be funny, though. It, I mean, it's probably hilarious. <laughs> but, you know, again, like, we're just starting the episode off with a chance for me to just be in, just completely obliterated. Uh, so, no, spending one XP, re-rolling that. Jesus. Mm-hmm. No, I still don't make it. I got an eight. So that's a, that's this is like the thing I am best at in the world. Nope. Yeah, yeah, that's rough. Maybe you're unnerved. I I'm clearly am. There's, I, I got it. They were really focused on Dilly. You know, Sack for all that he's quote unquote forgiven Dilly. He still knows that you know whatever's in Dilly. It's a little bit like a wild animal. So I think that's got him off his game. Mm. Either way, yeah. Mm. No, there's there's like an awkwardness to his words or his presentation or something that just does not fly. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, so they do not move. They're not swayed by what Zack is doing at all. And that one points back at the illusion again, and then points at Dilly. They, mm, not swayed by my charms. Not swayed by my charms. Right. Um. So with that illusion still kind of in range of Dilly and Chacha hiding, Dilly's going to kind of alter the illusion slightly so that Chacha here is just like right next to her ear, hide behind something real. And then after a few seconds, Dilly will drop the illusion. Did Chacha use that opportunity to hide? What real objects are nearby? Trees? Trees, I guess. Besides Nyx. There's some trees. There's it's probably your best bet, honestly. 
unless you're going to try to hide behind a person. That's what I was saying. Like, is everyone doing hiding? But they're all out beyond the illusion. Oh, I need to ask myself a question. Okay, we're hiding behind a tree. <laughs> this will be a stealth roll of 21. Wait. <laughs> it didn't even occur to me to, like, wait for you to, like, say it. And I was like, okay. And I got an 11, so I'm like, okay. Yeah. So Cha-Cha is, like, she's picked, like, the narrowest tree. <laughs> so it's just, like, one of those, like, incredibly thin. Like, it's as thin as, like, a single bamboo <laughs> all alone on its own. And she's trying to hide behind that when the illusion drops. <laughs> and at that point, all four of them turn and look directly at Cha-Cha. And the lights in their chest begin glowing brightly. Mm. And it's going to be initiative time. God damn it. Oh, all right. Fine. Why we'll we fight your robots. Fight? Why does no one want to talk? No one has. Because uh, <laughs> we're bad at that one. <laughs> like, I'm good at that yeah. one. And I still just know. Yeah. I mean, if the social role had succeeded, there was definitely a way out of this to avoid combat with these guys. But yep, sometimes the dice, you know what? This is on the dice. The dice wanted a fight. Mm. Yep. <laughs> okay. What do we got? 12. Uh, Dilly got a 12. Okay. Cha Cha has a 5. What about Nyx? Well, for Nyx as well. That's a t- 12 for me as well, yeah. What the nice. fuck? Nice. Oh, Stab wow. Him. Okay. Okay, so these things are going to go first. <sighs> Two of them are going to run up towards Cha-Cha. They're going to swing their mean fists at you, which sort of split off into these like strange like animated tendrils. Kind of like a venom suit. you think about that? Like... And, uh, yeah, so you are going to give me two speed defense rolls of 21. Damn. I get an offset as I'm trained in running. No, sorry. It's not the same thing as speed defense. It should be. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I should use the level of effort. Just maybe. I'm both okay. of them. Mm-hmm. That one's a 19. Okay. So that one's hand misses. Should I use more than one level of effort on this next one? Then it'd be down to a 15. And so why am I not thinking about this, like, math-wise? Why am I bad at this? Daniel, why am I bad at this? I can't answer that question for you. <laughs> the next... Wait, can I use my minor effect to get an asset for the 19? Sure. Yes. So now I'm looking for a 15. Mm-hmm. 17. Try to gear up my ghost hand. Okay, cool. <laughs> okay, so the next hand uh, tries to grab you and misses. One of them is going to attack Dilly. Dilly, please make a 21 speed defense roll. Holy shit. All right. Um, two levels of effort to bring that to a 15. Nine. Okay. It grabs you. Fuck. Big tendril paws. Nyx will take that attack. Dope. Okay. Nyx gets caught instead. The next one is going to attack Zack. Fair. 21 speed defense. All right. I'm trained in speed defense, so that brings it down to 18. I get a free level of effort on speed, so uh brings it down to 15. I'm going to spend another effort, so that's two points, to bring it down to a 12. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to roll. Let's see what happens. Uh, that is a 12 exactly. Okay. You managed to dodge its big tendrils. So since it missed, I think there's a thing I can... Uh, yes, 
I can do seize opportunity. Four speed points, succeed on a speed defense roll to assist an attack, I gain an action. So I'm going to do that. Okay. And sorry, guys, you, you know what's coming. Uh, I'm going to use vanish. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what What happens? Is it's like that anime thing where like they swipe and it looks like they hit him and then this is like it's a, the vision disappears mm. and like Zach was never there. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just a log there or something. <laughs> yeah, so let me spell yeah. points on that. Uh, but yes, that was my action. Sack is effectively invisible until the end of the next round. Okay, cool. So then next up could be Nyx, Dilly, or Zach. Nyx took the attack, so her turn is actually done. Oh, right, right, right. So Dilly or Zach? Actually, I think this is all Dilly because Zach is also invisible and, and cannot take any further like because he used right. seize opportunities, so he can't. Right. All he's doing this right. round is hiding. Gotcha. Okay. How roughly close are they together, these big boys? They're big enough that they probably are standing. Pro- probably when they were initially walking, they were about to about like almost exactly 10 feet space from each other. Mm-hmm. But now they're a little bit more spread out. I mean, they're all within, like, for example, if you were trying to like throw a grenade and trying to get like multiple ones, if that was what you were trying to do, you could probably get two in an immediate range. Wish I could, but. The grenade I have probably isn't going to work on these guys. Mm. So instead, Daly is going to take out the Weaver drone, kind of pull some of the rope out, and then attach the drone part of it onto the knee of the creature that is holding Nyx. And then run probably like the closest one and like run around that one and then back so that he's kind of looping the legs of at least two of them together and is going to try to AT-AT this thing. Okay, cool. Give me... Two fifteen might rolls. Okay. Yeah, I got so much might now. Uh, I'm gonna put two levels of effort into the first one. Mm-hmm. That's what we're. Yeah, so thirteen. That'll work for the first one. Okay. And then another two levels of effort for the second roll. Mm-hmm. Second roll is a miss. Okay. So you sort of get this able like kind of across the first two legs but as you try to go to get the second leg one of the legs kind of moves forward and like in order to avoid getting stomped on you have to sort of leap out of the way mm-hmm. okay but can't loop it damn cha-cha yes you've got two of these things that just tried to attack you and then two others that are attacking dilly and zach respectively but they miss dilly because nix took the attack so nix is in the hand of one of them and zach is nowhere to be seen well, we have to fix the fact that Nyx is now in the possession of a robot. So I guess we're going to shoot that robot's hand. Mm-hmm. Okay. So give me a 15. Mm. You have a pew-pew. That'll lower it to a 12. Nice. I got a 15. Yeah. Okay. So you hit that. Depletion. It does not like that blast through its hand. So we go back to the top, and it's these guys' turns. The one that is holding Nyx lifts her up and throws her 120 feet into the air. Rude. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> oh, so this is why you asked that one question earlier, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and Nyx, you will fall to the ground eventually. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll take 12 points of damage. Oh, armor help? Yes. Oh, sweet. Only 11 points of damage. <laughs> the next one is going to attack Cha-Cha. God damn it. 
that's a 21 speed defense. And I guess we're going to have to put a little level of effort so we can make it possible. Mm-hmm. The Cirque du Soleil work, like, for like... No. Come on! Oh. Come on! <laughs> It'll never work for combat. Come on! <laughs> going to use a level of effort. I got an 18. Okay. And you'll take a second attack for 21. Plus Mother Hubbard. <laughs> How much damage does this attack do? Depends what it's trying to do. This one doesn't look like it's trying to grab you. It looks like it's trying to hit you. God, I guess I have to use another level of effort. This is really mean, Daniel. It's not fair. <laughs> You're picking on me. You're bullying. <laughs> Welcome to my whole campaign. Like... <laughs> I mean... You're just like, just because I'm no longer a sickly Victorian pug and just a Victorian pug doesn't mean he can bully me. 19. So it swings at you and misses. What would you like for a minor effect? Um, an asset. It's like an asset out there that I can be like, yes, please. Okay. Or in a case of emergency, another person can be like, yes, please. <laughs> Zach, your friend is going to swing at you. So that's a 21 speed defense. Well, I guess by this round, I am once again visible. Oh, that's right. Yeah, well... I mean... It's not your turn yeah, yet, though. Yeah, So, technically, it still can't see me. Yeah, it can't see you. So I guess it would swing at Dilly, then, instead. <laughs> what the fuck, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I'm, I'm, I've got a plan. <laughs> Just... Yeah, right yeah, now, yeah. it mostly involves <laughs> other people getting hit instead of me. Actually, that is my plan <laughs> for the future rounds as well. But... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I was thinking other people as in the robots, not, not, not you guys. So, Dilly, 21 speed defense. It's 21 speed defense. Oh, man. I'm just going to take it because I have enough speed to lower to an 18, but I don't like my chances. So I'm just going to use those sweet, sweet points to take the damage or whatever is about to happen. They slap you hard for nine damage. Yep. That's what I needed. Ooh. It could be Nick, Dilly, or Zach. I mean, it's about time Sack comes out of hiding at this point. So, uh, well, originally, so he had, you know, as, as he was trying to figure out the situation, he had originally intended to go help Chacha. He saw two of them heading in her direction because he thought, well, all right, you know, Nix is a powerhouse and, and Dilly, you know, Dilly, I'm, I'm sure can fake, you know, can defend himself. And if not, Nix has got him. Let me help out Chacha. And as he takes that one step, he sees Chacha dodging left and right. And then the, the other two just getting their asses just beat. So he like takes one step, reconsiders, stays where he is. Are two of them within effectively immediate range of me? Yes. Okay, then my action this round will be to activate my deadly mist cipher and uh, and aiming it at uh, it says up to maximum up to multiple uh, targets in immediate range. Mm -hmm. So them two, it would inflict four points of damage on them this round and then half damage next round. Yep. Okay. Uh, cool. So so yeah, so basically like Zach like steps out from behind one of them where he'd been all along with a round spray can kind of thing that he just like mm -hmm. sprays into the air and both of these creatures get basically graffitied with like this sort of black oily sludge that immediately starts you know how like that ferro fluid like the axe under magnets that like, you pass on a magnet gets all like weird and spiky mm -hmm. it immediately starts like doing that instead of bubbling it's doing that on their whatever they're made out of and with that i will like to also uh spend two speed points to use my tier two ability get away 
which lets me move a short distance <laughs> or get behind or beneath cover within immediate range. So he immediately like ducks behind the nearest tree for cover upon doing this. <laughs> okay, cool. Still gliding on those caterpillar shoes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Either Nyx or Dilly. Nyx, you are currently face down in the ground. Nyx lifts up her face first, and it's just like smashed and bleeding, and she grins just an unholy grin. <laughs> Would fleet of foot allow Nyx to get up and attack? Or not? Yeah, I would give that to you. Okay, that. And she is going to take her handheld cipher and activate it, and if she is capable of striking this robot, it will dramatically increase in weight and take plus two damage. She wants to hit it in the head, so that maybe it'll, like, topple over. Okay, cool. Onto its own head. Mm. What is it to hit? It's a 15 to hit. Okay. Unarmed. 12. I'll spend my free level of might effort to make it a 9. 10. Okay. So you hit it for 7 damage? No. 9 damage. And its head is super heavy. Okay. It kind of wobbles back and forth a little bit. Dilly. Dilly's going to use Major Illusion, and he is going to make appear kind of in various places around this whole battle arena. I guess like six foot tall versions of these strange humanoid figures. Mm. So that there's kind of like, uh, I don't know, 10 of them just around. And at least four of them are going to be covering Chacha, Nyx, and... If Dilly can see Zach, Zach as well. So that Dilly's intent is to kind of hide the others in illusions, because it didn't seem like these creatures mm-hmm. saw the others while they were in the illusions. They just saw the illusions. So that's what Dilly's operating under. He is not hiding himself. He is suspecting that they can see him for whatever reason. Okay, cool. I don't think you need to do anything for that. It'll affect things otherwise later. Mm-hmm. Cha-cha, what would you like to do? You left me so little options, Daniel. <laughs> if I ready myself to dodge, will that give me another asset? Sure. Okay. That's what I'm doing, because you're being mean. Okay. It's these guys' turn again. So these are all pretty well hidden, so I think at least two of them are going to attack at Dilly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. 21 speed defense. And I can't spend speed points if it would take me to zero, right? You could if it takes you to zero. If it takes you beyond zero, you can't spend it. You can call okay. upon uh, the free asset. I give you permission. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because I've established a second asset for myself. I will call upon the free asset that Cha-Cha has created. Okay, that brings it down to an 18. Okay. Yeah, I'll save the speed for the uh, next one. Eight. Okay, so that one hits you for nine damage. Oh, I'm an idiot. I guess I kind of was going to lose it anyway. So that's... Uh, that, that. Okay. The other one's swinging at you. Actually, it seems like it's trying to grab you. Right. I can't do anything. I'm debilitated. Okay. Yeah, so it's a 21. I mean, if you could roll a nat 20, maybe. <laughs> I rolled a 19. That's what oh, I rolled. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Well, it gets you, but you could have a minor effect. Uh... <laughs> Minor effect. How about... I don't know what I can do with it, but how about minor effect? Dilly's still holding on to that Weaver drone cable. Okay, fair enough. So you've got a hold of that. The other one is going to... Stace, even or odd? Even. Okay. Dan, roll for me. Tell me if you get an even or odd. All right. Uh, that's an 11, so that's odd. 
Okay, um, so one of these things is going to swing at the little miniature of them that just happens to be the one that's covering up Nyx. So Nyx make a 21 speed defense. All right, so 15, then Nyx will spend a level of speed effort. 13. Yep. Yeah, so you dodge it as it tries to grab you in its hand. The other one, when are they going to attack? They're going to get somebody. Is it going to be Cha-Cha or is it going to be Dan? Um, Dan, evens or odds? Uh, I'll take uh, odds. Okay. Stace roll die. Tell me if you get even or odd. 11. Odd. Me. Okay. So, cha-cha. It happens to swing it. Let me use the 21 speed. I have that other free asset. <laughs> yeah. So that's a 18. Wait, you guys remember that episode where only the, the guest players survived the fight? That was <laughs> a good episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. We like to do things differently here at Explorers <laughs> Wanted. We like to... Mm-hmm. TPK except the guest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, wait. Did I say I was doing another level of effort? Because I did. I took it off my sheet, and then I just like, eh. I don't remember. I think, I don't think so. But anyway, uh, so that would make 15? it a 15. Okay. Yeah. I got a 16. <laughs> I was just like, wait a minute. I okay. told you, right? <laughs> I told you, right? Yeah, so it misses. Next up, Zach. Yes. Uh, all right, so first of all, they the two that I hit before take an additional two points of damage from the bubbling, right. uh, deadly mist liquid thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, okay, I'm behind cover, and I suppose I will have to come out of cover to try and do something to these people. Hmm. I'm not good at attacking. I'm good at, like, not getting attacked or making other things happen when I get attacked. I'm a, I'm a trap character. <laughs> I'm not a fight character. Um, so mm. I'm going to... Uh, you know what? Dilly's looking not great. I never wrote down on my equipment. I used to put standard jack equipment. This is great, great work. Great, uh, good for me. So I'm going to assume I have like the standard like a jack, like dart throw or something. Like the, your basic weapon that I can yeah, use sure. to like do an attack. Mm. So I'm going to do that on the one that's got Dilly in its clutches. So that's, I guess, a 21 uh, speed attack by default. Yeah, but if you're using a dart thrower, it will be eased, so that makes it an 18. Uh, 18. No, actually, uh, they're big, so they have less speed defense. So it's a 15, dart thrower makes it a 12. Oh, dope. Well, in that case, good, because I have nothing else to really help me with this. other than uh, This is a speed roll, right? For a dart thrower? Mm-hmm. Right, so I do have my free Lola first. That makes it a 9. So here we go. Uh, that is a 10. Okay. Actually, because that's so close, I'm going to use one of my abilities. Uncanny Luck. Uh, roll attacks to seed, roll again. It's cost me four speed points, so just one here. And if the second roll is higher, I get a minor effect. If it's the same number again, I get a major effect. Okay. If it's lower, then doesn't matter. It just goes through. But I might as well try it. So rolling again, mm-hmm. because it was so low. I just want anything above a 10. Come on. Nat 20. Not a yes. real nat 20, but it is definitely higher. Yes. Yep, okay. So it's a shame that Nat 20 only got me a minor effect, technically under the rule. But, you know, mm-hmm. I'll take it. Uh, as my understanding is that we are an extra damage family here, yeah. so I will, I will, <laughs> uh, you know, go with the house rules and, and, and put that minor effect to a little bit of extra damage. <laughs> okay, to, to cool. that one. Um, so you feel like it was a very good thing that you did that, because while your dart throw was perfect, you noticed that that armor is thick. It doesn't go in quite as far as you would expect it to. But definitely that extra oomph is what managed to do some damage to it. And you do see some almost purplish mm. fluid starting to leak out the side where the dart is jutting at. Nice. Okay. 
Um, Nyx. Nyx will go for that same one that seems to be killing Dilly actively, so... Okay, so it's a 15 before your stuff. Okay, and since she doesn't have to move for this, finally, uh, activate moving like water. So that's an additional asset. Mm-hmm. Unarmed, so a nine. Mm-hmm. And if it hits, I would like to use hemorrhage. Yeah, 16. Ooh. Okay, okay, so you hit it. And then on my next turn, it will take three additional damage, ignoring armor. Okay, and how much this turn? Seven? Seven, yeah. Okay, Dilly. Dilly is going to, and if he has the movement to do so, like within its grasp, try to unbutton his shirt. Okay. That's all Dilly can really do. You unbutton your shirt. Okay. Cha cha. <laughs> Loosens the top button of your shirt for your turn. Uh, you like I'm that like, big boy? Let's do like it. Collarbone? Solo chest. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Refresh my memory. Have we tried running? Just quirky, cute. No, of course not. Uh, Why aren't we running? <laughs> Dilly suggested that in the beginning. Like but... after we established, they hit so hard, so good. <laughs> <laughs> Can we revisit running or or talking again? Can we try that again? Uh, this is pretty normal <laughs> combat for Dilly. So just... <laughs> yeah, waiting for Nick to clean up at this point. I mean, are we even making dents in the robots? I mean, one of them's bleeding. The robots bleed. Just gotta mm-hmm. do that three more times. I, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just like, I've tried to... <sighs> so I will say one of them is pretty fucked up. The one that Nyx has been wailing on while Dilly's been being Good. wailed on by it. Is that the same one with the very heavy head? Yes. Does that do anything for us? Not yet. Okay. What does a very heavy head mean? There are two others that are somewhat damaged. And then one that hasn't been damaged at all. I'm debating if Chacha would be one of those people who would be like, come on, let's go. I'll initiate the going. I, I feel like oh gosh, she wouldn't actually. She would shoot the weak. <laughs> <laughs> In a combat situation only. Let me embrace that. <laughs> mm-hmm. She's great with kids. <laughs> oh, boy, howdy. Okay, so this is 12 to hit the weak one, right? Mm-hmm. I got a 17. Okay. And a 14 to for deflation. It's looking very bad. That's good. Next up is their turn. It is going to throw you 120 feet up in the air. Now, Daniel, I'm holding on to the cable. Is perhaps that cable... Is this the one that the cable is attached to? Or have I perhaps... Yes. Oh, it is? Okay. Then... If Dilly can hold on, I think Dilly only goes up like 50 feet max of the cable. Mm-hmm. Yep. Does that perhaps throw the robot off balance? Let's see if you could hold it strongly enough to do that. Okay. Nope. So these things throw at level eight. So it will be a 24 nope. might defense or might roll some sort. I got zero might. So that thing just flies out of Dilly's hands and Dilly just. Yeah. Continues to spiral up. Okay. But floats down. Yeah, you... So, Zach... <laughs> what does Zach see? Is Dilly... <laughs> uh, so, Zach sees Dilly get tossed up and then lose his grip on the cable, continue to spiral up, and then at the height of it, come back down, and then just kind of, like... I think he would see, like, the silhouette kind of, like, balloon out slightly, and then kind of, like, 
start to float down a little bit like a leaf. I don't know. I don't think Dilly has much control over it, so... I mean, you could try to get the hang of it, but, you know, it's kind of like a... It's kind of like one of those wingsuits. Like, if you can sort of instinctively <laughs> aim. Um, uh, he's got zero might and zero speed, so at this point, I don't think he he could control it. Okay. But, yeah, you see just, like, Dilly coming down like a weird flying squirrel. Mm-hmm. And then I think you'd also see that Dilly's lost a lot of fat, although there's a lot of skin, so he's kind of... He's getting on his way to cut, but... <laughs> the skin is distracting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Dilly's coming down, uh, buoyed on his flaps. Mm-hmm. One of these is going to attack Zach. Mm-hmm. So that's twenty-one. All right, all right, all right. Uh, so speed fast. Um, quest question: Is there is is this one near another one? Yes. Okay, cool. That's okay. Just just wanted to make sure. All right, so uh, let me see here. So I am trained in, in speed defense. So that's uh, from twenty one to a uh, eighteen. Uh, I get a free level of effort, so that brings it down to fifteen. Um, I'm going to yeah, spend one more effort to bring it down to twelve. Uh, so yeah, let's see what I get. There we go. That's a twelve exactly. So they okay. So they misses, uh, which means I want to use misdirection, uh, which I believe mm-hmm. lets me fuck them up. <laughs> lets me. Here we go. Uh, when opponent misses, you try. I spend three spit points, uh, and they can redirect their attack to another creature within immediate range. So I'm going to try and redirect their attack that just missed to the other thing, which means I make an unmodified attack roll against the new target, so, uh, but I can... There are no modifiers, but I can apply effort for accuracy, so I'm going to apply effort to make it make that roll possible, because otherwise that would have to be an at 20 to hit. Well, so the good thing is that their speed defense is only 15 ah. to start with. Alright, so... Because they're big. Okay, so in that case, I'm not going to spend the extra effort, because I, I, I want some points left over. So uh, I'm just going to roll and see if I get a 15 mm-hmm. or over. Mm-hmm. That is a 17. So, yeah, it misses me and ends up slamming into its nearest compatriot instead. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Um, so it hits them pretty damn hard. I am good at not getting hit and causing chaos around the battlefield. Not mm-hmm. not so much uh, direct combat. Yes. So one of them is going to swing at Cha-Cha. We'll actually try to grab Cha-Cha. So that's 21 speed defense. Much damage just the grabbing too. Depends on if they throw you or not. But just like the grabbing part, just, just... the grabbing part doesn't do any damage. But, hmm, I feel like Chacha's just gonna like accept the grab. Join me in the sky, yes. Chacha. <gasps> Can like Dilly like swoop in and like Chacha grab his legs like it like an eagle? <laughs> like a fucking rock and winkle skit. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna try it. <laughs> Okay, so if you're accepting the grab to see if that scenario mm. happens. Mm. <laughs> Big dreams. So one of these hands grabs you. Next up is Zach. All right. So we, so we still have four of them up then, right? Nobody, none of, one of them has, none of them has yes. gone down? Yeah. One of them looks really bad. One looks pretty damn bad. And then one is hurt and the other one is untouched. Yeah, gotcha. Um, hmm. The one that's really bad is like the one that that Nick's hit with hemorrhage, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm not gonna bother with that one. That one's probably going down this round. So I'm gonna turn around uh, with my little dart thrower 
to the next most herd in line mm-hmm. and kind of with a, a nod in Nyx's direction because dope move. I like it. It's mine now. Memory becomes action. Spend four intellect points and I want to copy uh, Nyx's hemorrhage as I, uh, you know, throw a dart at this and mm-hmm. try and hopefully leave him bleeding. So, uh, and I believe we established there was a base 15, 12. Mm-hmm. All right, so basically, yeah, uh, there we go. That is a 19 to hit. Okay. Extra damage or minor effect. Uh, extra damage all the time. Damn straight. And uh, okay. and because of okay. hemorrhage, which I have to spend two might points to activate, I believe. All right, so yeah, it does that, and it'll take another three next round. <laughs> okay, cool. Nyx, the one that you hit with hemorrhage, suddenly, like freezes up and the light dims and it falls to the ground face first. Hell yeah. And it is your turn. There is one that is untouched, another one that's in bad shape, and one that is hurt, but not nearly in as bad shape as the others. Nyx is going to go for the next worst one. Okay, guys, three more times. <laughs> okay, so that will be a 15. A 12 after Nyx's unarmed training. I'll spend my free level of my effort on mm-hmm. To make it a nine, and then I will spend a level of my effort for damage. Nine. Okay. What does it look like when you destroy this one? Ooh. I I want to think that Nyx was like, <laughs> was like I'm gonna toss this, this guy and like just takes like a very like low, double handed <laughs> swing, and unfortunately, it being a, a heavy metal robot doesn't work out quite they don't go 120 feet in the air maybe like three inches in the air but nevertheless it does enough to knock it over mm. <laughs> much like rock'em sock'em robots the head just goes just like, okay. yeah, pops yeah, over. oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's a gush of this like purple blood-like fluid that just like showers on nix as it's and I would love to use successive nice. attack attack second foe as part of the same action upon killing an enemy Okay. Fuck. <laughs> so there is uh, one that's untouched and another one that's injured. Injured. Same shit, different robot. Okay, so that's 15. So includes the level of effort for hit and the level of effort for damage. Two levels of effort for damage. Why not? Mm-hmm. 12. Okay, that's how much damage total? 13. Okay. Dangus. It's looking very bad shape. As bad as the other ones look. Okay, Dilly, you... Reach the ground safely. Oh, okay. You, no, actually, if you wanted to, you could aim towards Chacha if you wanted to try to do your... <gasps> Rocky and Bullshit. <laughs> well, actually, if Dilly was still, like, in the air, how fast is slow fall in Numenera? I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a glider type thing, so, like, if you wanted to try, you could probably slow your descent. Otherwise, you could be to the ground this turn. Well... Since Dilly can't really do shit at the moment, like move, Dilly would like to slow his descent and actually take a shot at the one that's uh, holding Chacha as he is descending. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to hinder you on that because you can't move your arms too much, otherwise you won't glide. All right. But, so that just makes it a 15. Yeah, okay, yeah, because PP gun. Mm-hmm. 13. Okay. And uh, 11 on the uh, depletion roll. Okay. This is um, Chacha. Yes. You are in this thing's hand. But which one is, like, majorly hurt? The one that is holding you. Can Chacha, like, just, like, dirty hairy, like, pull up her pew pew and be like, feeling lucky, punk, and shoot in the face? 
Mm-hmm. That'd be fun. Yeah. You should. That's, yeah. yeah. 12. 20 bitches. Nice. <laughs> okay. Extra damage or major effect? Extra damage because I just want his head to explode. That is exactly what it does. Fuck yeah. Like sparkle farts. <laughs> Boom. Okay. There's only one of these things left and it turns and looks at you guys, looks at its companions and seems to be weighing up its odds. It's going to try to take one more swing at Cha-Cha to try to grab her. Grab? So this is a 21 speed defense. Grab? Cha-Cha accepts grabs because mm-hmm. it gets her in closer distances to shoot in the head. Okay. <laughs> so it grabs you. Yay! And as soon as it grabs you, it says in this resonant voice, you haven't heard any of them talk up to this point, and it says... The key is called, and it turns as if it's going to start trying to run away from the con. <gasps> oh, it's going to snatch a grab. Joink. <laughs> so next up would be Zach. Yeah, that's that's fun. All right. Oh. <laughs> Zach is going to, hmm, doesn't have a lot he can do here, so he's going to take a shot at it from behind. Uh, as it t- uh, turns to run, he choom, launches another dart in its general direction. Not going to use a memory. Beca- Actually, no. Combat's hopefully almost over. Uh, heck it. I am going to spend the points. And his memory becomes action again to uh, once again imitate Nix's bleeding thing, uh, hemorrhage, uh, assuming I hit. So let me mm-hmm. roll that. Okay. Where'd my roll button go? There we go. So uh, I got a 17 to hit with the dart. Okay. And were you doing any extra effort or anything for damage or anything like that? Uh, no, no extra effort for, for damage. It was just straight up roll. But okay. I did activate Memory Becomes Action and again mimicking uh, Hemorrhage, so it will take an extra three points next round. Assuming Nyx has not just demolished it by then. Okay, so the armor seems like bang off, but you think you hit it somewhere sensitive, yeah. which is going to cause the bleeding. Okay, Nyx, this creature is starting to run away with Cha-Cha. It grabbed Cha-Cha and said, the key is called. And then turned and rest. Oh, yeah. Nyx will use Fleet of Foot to catch up and attack. Okay. So that's a 15. Okay. And just so I know how much speed I have to spend, was it a short distance away or a long distance away at this point? I would say short. So you said 15. And I haven't been applying moving like water as always. So Mm -hmm. uh, (laughs) always very careful to activate it. Uh, 12. (laughs) Nyx is training on arm. So uh, 9. Mm-hmm. Let's see. One additional level of effort to hit, and three, two, three for damage. Okay, so it's a six to hit. Fourteen. Okay, so you hit it for... Sixteen. Wow. (laughs) Damn. It goes boom. Okay, yeah, you've hit it hard. Dilly, you are now on the ground. Oh, okay, I can't, in my last few moments, Mm. try to, like, pancake on top of this guy's head. Give me a might roll or a speed roll of 15. That is a nine. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Dilly just pancakes right behind it. Like, there's this moment where, you know, Cha-Cha, you're in this thing's hand, and Nick, you're chasing after this thing and hitting it, and you see this moment where you see Dilly stretched out wide, like, gliding in, like some sort of hawk or eagle coming in for the kill. 
and then just completely miss the creature's head <laughs> and start flying past, heading face first towards the ground. Oh, poor baby. I guess that's what Dilly's doing. Cha <laughs> um, Cha, this thing is running away with you. <laughs> How's that stack up against your man was? I mean, it's actually pretty <laughs> common there. I'm just like, oh. So he's an overbearing CEO who just doesn't accept no as an answer and just wants to take me back to his mansion? Okay. that That's normal. Bluebeard the robot. <laughs> uh, I mean, according to Manwaz, that means I should kick him in the nuts. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that'll work on a robot. <laughs> so... Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to try and shoot this one in the head as well. I, I got another nat 20. <laughs> Nice. This grabbing okay. thing really works. Extra damage? Yes. Extra damage or major effect? Extra damage. I got a three for depletion. Okay. This thing's head explodes. Can you make me another might or speed defense of uh, 15 to avoid this thing landing on top of you as it falls? Okay. Sorry, I'm going to use a level of effort just in case. But I used all of my rolling luck. Okay. Apparently, I did master the dice throw because I got a third nat 20. Jesus. Holy shit. Okay. So you dodge out of the way of this thing so that it doesn't fall on top of you. What would you like for a major effect? It is definitely dead. They're all dead now. I guess, can we get like some clues and shit? <laughs> like a little hinty poo about like what happened here? Yeah. So one of them whose head didn't explode lifts up its head and reaches its hand for you, Cha-Cha, but it can't quite reach you. And it says, the key was promised. The key is called. And then it collapses. <clears throat> Epic. I think Cha-Cha's going to look through her pockets to see if she has any keys. Um, no, you just find Hubert the First, who is very hungry. Cha-Cha <laughs> feeds Hubert the First some protein bars. He actually looks pretty weak. It's almost like you bear the first age six years too. Oh, oh, he's close to death now. Yeah, it's a it's a miracle he's still alive. Yeah, but now he gets a protein bar and gets sewer jacked. So, <laughs> yoked you well. bear the first. <laughs> Never too late. You guys are out of combat. Dilly would like to make a recovery roll. Yeah, <laughs> two if he can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say cool. it's just so Dilly would probably check in on Dilly. Like, <laughs> hey, are we done? I think they're all. They're all dead. Um, that was... You all okay? Not really. Kind of hit me hard. Yes, I saw that. I suppose any of you is any good with that sort of thing. Not, not, my, not my department. I try to avoid that sort of thing in general. Nix is our tank in DPS. <laughs> the rest of us are just support. Nix came out of this pretty... Like, <laughs> single digits in a couple categories, but Nix came out of this pretty okay. <laughs> despite being dropped 120 feet onto her face. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Nix, did you do all that with those 35-pound plates in your backpack? Oh, that explains it. (laughs) She should have just dropped them like anime (laughs) fight, just (laughs) unleash her true power. I was holding back all this time. Ah, that episode of Naruto. (laughs) I like the meme better, where he drops his pants instead of the weight. (laughs) (laughs) Stace. Yeah. I would like to offer you an XP. Who will you give the other one to? Samson, because <laughs> Dilly might need some re-rolls. Mm-hmm. Roll me a 1d6. One. 
one of the plates in your backpack <laughs> shattered when you fell. Whoops. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Another one on my tally, Zach, and like, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I mean, that, I, I can't even say that one was your fault. I did up and down. Okay, so that one was hurt. I was worried about the ones coming after you and possibly I, We just set off. There's still two days of travel. What even were those things? Let's take one apart, Dilly. Like, let's find out. Uh, yeah, just give me a few more minutes. <laughs> and Dilly will slowly pull himself up. And then there's just kind of like a flicker that Cha-Cha and Nyx would kind of realize as a Britain's re- regeneration thing. And... Mm. I am once again going to expend four XP and advance nice. and get one edge in nice. might. <laughs> Dilly though will sit up and then stop and then just like breathe for like five minutes though. Okay. So are you guys going to try to take one of these things apart? Yes. Okay. The least destroyed one. So this armor is a piece of Numenera. The thing that's underneath, it's like all muscle, but you don't see like clear facial structures or anything like that. It's like a living thing of just muscle and bone and no other organs. And it seems the bone that's in it is very slender. The armor seemed to be holding this together. But the armor itself is interesting. Roll me 1d6, Samson. Five. Okay. You guys find five ciphers. Holy shit. Also, Dilly will try to disconnect the cable from the drone so that we have 50 feet of rope. Yes, you can disconnect the cable. Cool. The first cipher is a fetch, which is a small sentient automaton, which emerges from a copper sphere. It can carry up to 50 pounds and follows the user at all times. Lasts for 28 hours. A sleep inducer. When you inject somebody with this, it puts the victim to sleep for 10 minutes or until awoken by a violent action or loud noise. This really seems like it was going to be kidnapping. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A invisible armor nodule. For the next 28 hours, the armor the cipher is attached to is invisible, making the wearer appear to be unarmored. Yeah, this is a kidnapping. Where's the mm-hmm. duct tape and rope? There is an instant shelter that... With the addition of water and air, the small device expands into a one-room structure with a door and a transparent window. It's 10 by 10 by 20, and then it becomes a permanent installation. Okay. And then there's an adhesion cipher, which, if you activate it, allows for automatic climbing of any surface, even horizontal, for 20 minutes. Okay. There's one other thing that you get, and that happens to be an artifact. It's a weird little probability engine. Looks like a cube. And it looks like it's made out of small white cubes and then also blue spheres. When you activate the item, the GM secretly rolls a d20 and notes the result. Anytime the user chooses, they can replace the result of one roll with that number the GM rolled. And then every time you activate it, the GM rolls a new secret number to save. And it depletes in 1d100. A make Daniel roll dice artifact. <laughs> <laughs> now you can use those hot new diehard dice that you can get at diehard dice yeah. dark <laughs> dice affiliate code explorers wanted 10 percent <laughs> off your order jam roll secret 20 and rip how much armor for the invisible armor nodule it doesn't add armor it, if you have other armor that you're wearing it makes that armor invisible which oh. makes it look like you're unarmored to somebody else uh, okay none of us wear <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> All right, so I got a robot, I got a sleep inducer, I got an armor nodule, instant shelter, 
an adhesion cipher, and this fun tchotchke, and Dilly will take the probability engine. Mm -hmm. Any strong opinions? I'll take that sleep inducer, Dilly. All right. Sleep inducer for Nyx. And, like, I can carry the instant shelter. That helps. You have a slot for it? Yeah. Okay. Cha-cha, Zach? <laughs> I can help carry something if you need it, but frankly, from everything I've seen, you, you all need these things more than I do. <laughs> we just use them as paperweights, mostly, actually. Uh, okay. I'll take the little robot, because he's fun. Yeah, I've got, like, one empty slot, so I can help carry stuff if needed. Okay. Uh, Cha-cha, you want the adhesion cipher? Okay. All right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Fusion Cipher for Cha-Cha and the super useful invisible armor nodule for Zach. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you can sell it. True, true. So what do you guys do now? You have taken apart one of these armors. Maybe I'll wear armor one day and you'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Was there a time limit on that invisible armor? I think it was like 28 hours, right? It was like a... It's 28 hours once it's activated. Yeah, standard day. Yeah. Oh, okay. Please catch your breath and keep moving. I mean, we've still got... Yeah. That's uh, not the only thing hunting us, so... Yeah, I... Yeah, walk and talk. Let's walk and talk. But does anyone know what the hell they were talking about about a key? Oh, I don't know. I guess I kind of, like, just assumed since they were trying to take Cha-Cha, they meant that, like, Cha-Cha's the key because she can open the door. Oh, fuck. Right, that whole door situation, which we, we took a third path on. Looks like some people are not fans of that uh, decision. I so then who do these guys represent? Like the horrors or the imps or another group of people who want to kill us? Nix looks at Zach like Hey, these are not mine. I had nothing to do with these ones. I did but I mean it adds to the list. You may have been right, uh Zach, about entirely new groups. Uh yeah. No, I see what you mean. Right. Well, it's only gonna get worse unless we kind of at least take stock and hopefully find a little bit of backup, because right now it's you against increasingly more of the world with every passing day, as far as I can tell. Yeah, and, like, I've been trying to, like, set them up to fight each other, but they only really kind of, like, seem interested in fighting us. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we should, uh, move. Yeah, yeah, everybody good to keep walking? All right, good, good, yes. Yeah, walk and talk. Okay, so you guys walk for a day, go for a day, you're going to have another day's worth of travel. You do need to camp for the night. How are you guys handling watches? Zach will take a watch. Yeah. Evenly distributed. Yeah. Dilly will take the second one and activate the probability engine during it. Hey, let's see what he does. Okay. So, so you're kind of evenly dividing up the watches among the four of you. Mm -hmm. Okay. Nix, in the morning you wake up, you feel like shit. You are six bite points down. Oof. Is any of this, like, visible to the rest of us? She probably looks, like, really rough and hungover in the morning. Nix, do you eat something? Like, bad, bad? <laughs> Nix like looks left, looks right. Has Zach witnessed Nix's eating habits? I don't think he's ever seen it in person. I mean, he was about to become a subject of uh, earlier uh, previous session, but um, no, I don't think he's ever. Yeah, yeah, no, he's never seen it in action. That would have just been Nix's uh, poisoning habits um, or venomizing habits. I, I I assume she was. You know, I mean, she can. That's why I was. <laughs> <laughs> it's possible. Um, yeah, exactly. Just the usual dilly, you know. <laughs> I grabbed a couple snacks on watch. They were live when I ate them, so like, okay, super fresh. All right, you just you look a little haggard. I know, and I like keep thinking I need to hydrate more, and then I hydrate more, and then I just have to pee a whole bunch, and I still wake up feeling like shit. So 
I guess I need to dehydrate even more. Yeah, I mean, like a juice cleanse would be like my first thought, but I don't know what a juice cleanse would be for you. What do you think? Like only free range rodents or I mean, that's what I'm doing, though. Maybe actual fruits, like actual juice. Fruits. I, no, I know it's going to clear you all out in, in unimaginable ways, but I don't know. Just a thought. I don't know. Maybe I'll start taking, you know, cleaning them off before I eat them. Like maybe like wipe a rodent down. At least rinse them. Yeah. Okay. And if it's a human, you know. Over the course of this conversation, Zach, like you have packed up everything that you had. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's ready to go. He rejoins the conversation at this point. Once we arrive, we're going. We can always have a snake handler take a look at you. I don't, I don't know like what kind of physician you would use anymore. Mm-hmm. But we can ask, certainly ask for them. I, however, I have no idea how any of you work, so I can't really help with, with that. <laughs> but I can, however, tell you that the safe house is in that direction. Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what they know. Probably won't tell us, but we can like ask. Okay. This part of the trip is relatively quiet. You do see other signs of like destroyed trees and things like that. Not as big as like what you saw with Buddy Cop before, but you definitely see like other things like sort of torn apart and you approach and Zach, you see up ahead, safe house mallet. They say safe house, but it's more like a very small town, <laughs> just like a couple houses and things like that. It's a small, very small settlement that at least in your previous experience has been mostly guardians mm-hmm. that are there or really trusted contractors like yourself. Mm. So yeah, as we approach, Zach would def- step up and sort of take the lead and sort of making it clear as we approach that we are mm-hmm. we are approaching as friends nobody's being held at gunpoint etc cetera, etc cetera. you know like mm-hmm. making casual conversation while keeping an eye on the village like hey everything's fine we're all happy here friends yeah yeah and you're greeted by this young woman really short red hair that you have known in the past like as periel is her name mm-hmm. and so you know, she recognizes you and kind of like leads you in. And says like, "So, mm-hmm. is this uh, them?" It is indeed. I spoke with them. They were happy to come and join and try and set the record straight. By the way, I cannot absolutely guarantee that we were not followed. If the forces out there in the world trying to grab a piece of these particular individuals are many and varied. So if there's anybody else sort of keeping guard besides you, you might want to give them a heads up to be on extra alert. Okay. Thank you. We'll do that. She kind of like motions to three you say like, you know, you guys are welcome. The proctors won't be here until tomorrow, but we've got room set aside for you guys. And of course, Zach, there's room for you as well. And I can take care of your payment, Zach. That would be excellent, actually. Uh, it's been uh, it's been an adventure. Again, I want to make it very clear. They came willingly. They want to help fix things. I hope this is where that fixing begins, where the healing can finally start. <laughs> <laughs> it's noted, Zach. We appreciate it. And they arrange your payment mm-hmm. with hazard pay. Yes. He's very insistent on that. <laughs> yeah. And I would say also, like, you've been with the Guardians a while, like, those terms, like, hazard pay and, like, various rates and things like that, that's pretty well established between you and them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They know that when I ask for hazard pay, it's because it is well-deserved, or well-earned, rather. 
Exactly. It's never anything where you have to haggle. Like, it's just, you know, these are the conditions, the assignment. Yep, yep. Does it qualify? You know, you've got it. And they have food there. It's been a while since you guys have, well, I mean, it's been a couple of days where you guys have been away from a place where people are like preparing food in the traditional sense, but they are making some, some good foods here, some, uh, you know, fried bugs and things like that. And they mentioned to, you know, Zach saying like, okay, well, I know that you, you heard about Vlad, mm. right? I, I, I did. A loss that will be felt keenly by many of us. Yeah. Um, I think he would have wanted you to have this. Oh, oh. And they reach into a bag and they hand it to you. And it is a small chat book by Lyria R. Summermain. <laughs> and it is a book just titled Two Rogues a Singing. Sack just kind of looks at it and uh, sort of leaves it up. He just kind of gives a little flutter of the pages. That's that's very uh, that's very kind of um yes well i uh whoop, it's stuffy in here i I'm just going to grab some fresh uh uh what's what's the thing again with uh, the breathing in the nose air i'll be i'll be right uh i'll be right back he's not gonna let anyone see him cry mm-hmm Ah, uh, but yes, he he steps outside and right. has himself a little moment over his uh, you know, his lost friend. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I assume everybody rests the night. Yippers. Yes. Okay. So, any watches or anything like that? Does it seem like there needs to be with the unlikely? I mean, we are hostages. Would we have seen Zach being given that book? Mm-mm. No. All right. Mm-mm. Uh, never mind. So then, the next morning, you guys wake up. Nix, you feel like shit. Your ten might points down. <laughs> Damn. Oh fuck. Uh, Dude. <laughs> I might be dying. <sighs> have, have you asked them if they have anything? Medicine? I'll ask laxatives, later today, whatever. Billy. Probably don't want to put this off. Just saying. It's just like mm-hmm. maybe it's the plates or whatever. Maybe it's the thimble blood. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's Hubert mm-hmm. the second. What? No, not Hubert the second. That's the one thing it could possibly never be. No, he's too cute. It happened before when uh, when he got hurt. Did he get hurt when you fell down? Nix would have checked on Hubert the second. Did Hubert the second? He didn't seem hurt. No. Frightened, but not hurt. Not much of a flyer, though. Well, maybe they have a nano that can uh, give you a scan. Oh, yeah, a scan. So useful. <laughs> <laughs> So it's the next morning at this point, as Nix has been waking up. Zach, it's sort of been suggested to you in no uncertain terms that you're supposed to sort of be out of here before the proctors show up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, Zach is still just a contractor. But he does, like, take a moment. He's, like, um, approaches the group. He's his usual cheerful self, but I think we've shared enough nights around a campfire and all that and traveling together. You know what uh, he looks like when he's properly rested and he, he does not look like he's, he's, he's no Nick's at the moment. <laughs> but, um, you know, he's, he's definitely looks like maybe he didn't sleep much last night. But, you know, he's still smiling ear to ear as usual. I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm really glad we made it here. I'm afraid uh, this is where my part of the journey ends. The uh, guardians have uh, made it clear that uh, my job is done and I am not part of the club, which comes with a 
certain level of freedom, but also a certain level of, uh, I need to get the fuck out because I am not part of this anymore, is, I believe, the not exact words they said. Point is, things you really should, well, as soon as you get somebody in charge around here, just have them take a... a you're not, not great, not great. Um, it, Considering that you are, as far as I can tell, the main reason why... These two are alive on any given day. If only for their sake and yours, please hydrate more, I guess, or whatever. I, I don't know how people work. <laughs> Speaking of which, Cha-Cha, I don't know how much will be left of you by the time we, we speak again. Um, <laughs> but I, I wish I could give you some sage advice on, on how to deal with it. But frankly, this is entirely outside of my experience. Look, I've tried to teach you all what I can, but this is weird, even by my standards. So I wish you the best of luck. And if ever you should need assistance and can somehow get a hold of, I will give you the friend's disc in Dilly. And then he kind of gets a little bit more serious. Dilly. Yeah, you've, you've got enough on your plate without me reminding you. All I can say is I think you can make it right one way or another. I think you can at the very least dispense with your duty or obligation or whatever you want to call it, whatever weight it is that's on you ever since what happened. I think you're strong enough to lay it down when the time comes. Thank you, and thank you for giving not just me, but all of us. Thank you for giving all of us a second chance or another chance at proving ourselves. I hope this is that chance. I'm, again, don't fancy my uh, my chances if they decide to kick me out. So at this point, all I can say is good luck. And uh, I want to say that I hope we meet again, but it, it's just one terrifying experience after another. I um, <laughs> I may finally be getting too old for this shit. <laughs> so I'm just going to take my very generous payment and just take a little break for a bit. If you ever make it to actual civilization again, we'll be in touch. Yeah. I hope we do meet under circumstances where you didn't have to be paid to hang out with us. You know, that'd be great. That'd be great. I mean, I <laughs> would be nice to get paid anyway. I, I've got to tell you, money doesn't solve all your problems, but it goes a hell of a long way. So, but that said, I appreciate the sentiment and yeah, yeah, would be nice. You all take care of yourselves, all right? You too. You too. And yeah, with that, his uh, caterpillar shoes spin in place, and he kind of just <laughs> glides off into the oh, sunset. <laughs> or sunrise uh, <laughs> at this point, it's still early, but you know, there he goes. Yeah, so Zach goes scuttling off, and you guys have a little bit longer to wait, and it's, you know, a couple hours pass, and you guys have seen like in the distance there's a group of travelers like approaching this village not traveler travelers but just like people oh. <laughs> on their way you can't really see them clearly because they're wearing like traveling cloaks and hoods and things like that they are riding some of those like weird like two-legged spiky ostrich things that dilly was riding before as they approach the safe house nix i need you to make an 18 might defense roll Oof. Next is free level of might effort. 15, 18. Okay. You feel this like strange tug, like this uncomfortable feeling, but you manage to shake it off. And Hubert II just sort of nuzzles a little closer to your deck, splits in half, showing off those rows and rows of teeth in a wide yawn, 
and then shuts its mouth again and nuzzles closer to you. And that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. Man. Amazing. Oh, boy. Dan, something about this episode. I mean, the whole thing, a, a fight, first impressions were one thing, and then the party started to actually act and just murdered these four cultists. That was a good time. I don't, I really enjoyed that this whole episode seemed to be in any other than the previous session, sort of acted as a bit of a wake-up call for the, for the mm. group, at least at least for Nick and Dilia. I don't think Cha-Cha learned anything uh, from <laughs> from this. <laughs> but uh, but then again, that that's, that's, that's Cha-Cha's entire character arc. Nothing was learned. Head empty. Only fire. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really like that they're sort of like starting to come to grips a little with like, you know, the fact that their actions have had like more increasingly wide reaching effects beyond just like where in, we specifically, the three of us are in big trouble. So yeah, that was good. It was, it was interesting character development to see happen. Very cool. Well, we have a segment that we do each week called Player Intrusions. That's where we offer you, the listener in XP, to check out something that we think you'd really dig. This week, it is Stace's turn. Stace, what would you offer our listeners in XP to check out? I would offer our listeners in XP to check out Star Trek Lower Decks. Ooh. It is an animated Star Trek comedy. Mm. The series was created by Mike McMahon, who was a writer on Rick and Morty. And it has like... Some Rick and Morty vibes, but much toned down. I would say the first couple episodes have some like body horror and stuff that you would expect from like much more Rick and Morty vibes, but then kind of seems to come into its own identity. And it is so funny, especially if you're a big Star Trek fan or at least have seen enough of it to get some of the Star Trek specific jokes. But even without that, like I, I watched it with my husband and then my brother visited like a few weeks later and I was like, he was super into Rick and Morty. Like we watched the most recent two episodes of Rick and Morty. I was like, you know what you should watch? And then we watched the whole thing again and he's not much of a Star Trek fan and he still loved it. So you don't have to be a Star Trek fan to enjoy it, but it has like that little something extra for you. Mm. But it's just totally about like, what does Star Trek seem like to the people who don't work on the bridge? And who work in like the bowels of the ship and who really just don't know what's going on <laughs> any given time. Mm -hmm. <laughs> There's like a little bit, it, it, obviously, Rick and Morty absurdity, especially if you're in the later seasons, is just outrageous. So it's not like that level of absurd, but has like these absurd little touches or like situations that just spin off and, and kind of get out of control just at a much smaller scale they have to deal with. And it's just really funny. And the main character is a strong and powerful woman. So that's cool. Named Mariner. And there's some interpersonal shit and like her relationships with her crewmates and then her crewmates have arcs. So the main four are Mariner who's like an action hero lead type of but like yeah, a fuck up because she's still on the lower decks. Boimler, who's like this overachieving up and comer officer who just like wants to do everything right and by the book. <laughs> um, like a super amoral, like just a total lack of moral of a of like a medical incident. <laughs> it's just like not afraid of experiments. And then <laughs> surrounded out like a half cyborg engineer. Can you be a half cyborg? I think you're either cyborg or you're not. <laughs> 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 cyborg on my mother's side it's just like a really good ensemble cast and of course there are many supporting characters and mm. like the first officer is like clearly like a Riker like mocking Riker to a degree and then Riker appears who else appears mm. whoever uh, Tom Paris appears so like 
characters from from previous series appear and they're like kind of poked fun at so like those things where you watch star trek and you're like really that people just accept that well on the lower decks there's like yeah so-and-so's back from the dead <laughs> and, they're, and they're like well how did they come back from the dead they're like bridge officers come back from the dead like don't ask too many questions about it mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and uh, uh it's just very very funny so <laughs> if you're a star trek fan if you like yeah. you know animated comedies and a little bit of absur- absurdity definitely check it out uh, it is on paramount plus so you know worth a free trial or if you already have it because you're a big star trek nerd like me and uh, you haven't checked it out for some reason do that and then talk to me about it very cool well if people wanted to talk to us about what they think about star trek the lower decks or the podcast how would they do that samson I've said it before, so I'll say it again. Go to our website, explorerswanted.fm. From there, you can see our socials are as follows. Twitter, we are at Explorers Wanted. Instagram and Facebook, we are at Explorers Wanted Podcast. If you want to talk to us directly, best way to do it is come to our Discord. We have a nice little community there, and you can find us there at explorerswanted.fm slash Discord. That'll bring you to our Discord. Also, if you'd like to support us financially and it is within your means you can do that at patreon.com slash explorers wanted or use our diehard dice dice affiliate code explorers wanted and get 10 percent off at checkout and if people can't financially support us we totally get it the best thing you could do is tell a friend tell them why they should listen to the show the second best thing you could do is to leave us a five-star written review on a podcast directory that helps us a lot with finding new listeners. There's so many actual plays out there. And whenever you review your favorite actual plays or any podcast, it, it really helps them. If you didn't like the podcast or if you just thought it was meh, well, you should know. They told me all about you. They said you were special. They said that you have beautiful eyes and that they can't wait to see them from the inside. If you want to reach out to us individually on social media, you can. You can find me on Twitter at Anderlich, A-N-D-R-L-I-K. You can find me on Twitter at Cease Windu. Throw eyes at me at Slam Potato. <laughs> My mommy said I was special, too. You can find me at <laughs> Tea with Unicorn on Twitch and Real Tea Unicorn on Twitter. And Dan, where can people find you? You can find me everywhere that I can be found at Uncivilized Dan. That's primarily Twitter, but pretty much same thing on any other random thing. You can also find me and the rest of my crew at Fandible, fandible fandible.com or Fandible, F-A-N-D-I-B-L-E on Twitter. Mm -hmm. And uh, go check out Uncivilized Games for Dan's thoughts on game design. Yes, yes. They are incoherent mostly. Uh, Just uh, excuses for me to write uh, 750 word rants before I go to bed most nights. It's pretty dope. Well, thank you again so much for coming. It was great to have you back. Yes. Mm-hmm. It was great to be here. I, I, I sincerely hope this is not, in fact, the last we see of Sack, maybe someday. When you were saying that, I was like, uh, are you telling us something, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Yeah. No, no, no. Like, like Sack himself it, it, like came out of this going like, yeah, I'm getting too old for this shit. Uh, that said, uh, that, that, that just means we have to set up for like, you know, the one last job at some point. It's like Rocky 17. <laughs> oh, I thought this was going to geriatric arch. Like, oh, you can be early. Yeah. You can be our, like, Avengers Endgame summon. Oh, hell yeah, there we go. Do our final boss. (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) that's it for us. Hope you enjoyed the show. We will be back next week, as we will for every week in the foreseeable future, because we cannot be stopped no matter how much you beg us. (laughs) Stop asking. (laughs) Have a good night, day, weekend, or whenever you're listening to this. And bye. Bye. bye.